day. So every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past, but we damn sure can make a difference today. Welcome to episode 90 of Shop Talk. It's Carrie. And Jennifer. And this week we wanted to cover an episode of For the People uh, with Britt Robertson in it. And we know it's been a while since we had a new episode, but with summer in full swing, um, our schedule will continue to change as time goes on. But I mean, we covered a couple episodes or we watched a couple episodes rather for this. So hopefully it might convince you guys to check it out. It's a really good show. I did not like, I don't know what I had expectations for going in, but it was, (laughs) it was really good. So yeah. Mm -hmm. it's also a shondaland show and i did not know that until we had looked it up but yeah Mm -hmm. so that's interesting yeah um some news that we have to start off with um i mean i think as every rookie fan knows if you're on (laughs) twitter eric was in monaco a few weeks ago for father's day weekend but also or like during father's day weekend for the Mm -hmm. tv festival in monte carlo Mm -hmm. um the pictures, videos that came out from that were amazing. I mean, we had a few other celebrities that we like that yeah. were also there. And they did have a little bit more like screen time than we had seen. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like interviews, panels, all that. But like yeah. Eric definitely had a couple of panels that he yeah. was in. So yeah, yeah, because there were quite a few fans that actually got to like go mm-hmm. and meet him and watch the panels, which is super cool. Like I was really jealous of that. So yeah um, i know one of our followers and like a big rookie fan ricardo was there because mm-hmm. she was sending us videos and pictures of like the other celebrities that we like like mm-hmm. over dm so that mm-hmm. was really cool but yeah yeah like yep. when they go to monaco and do that stuff mm-hmm. yeah and i'm like cool. can we have it more <laughs> yeah. With more of the cast members please yeah more yeah. more like festivals in general yes so that would be fun yeah. Um, but I mean, we do have Family Feud to look forward to. Um, it's coming uh, July 9th, so pretty pretty soon. Um, that's just the premiere date for Celebrity Family Feud's new season. Um, it's yeah. not necessarily the rookie episode. Um, so we'll be sure to update you guys if it ever comes out or if you guys find it and send it to us mm-hmm. of like, you know, when the rookie uh, versus the rookie feds cast uh episode comes out but yeah i mean it's a it's a fun show too yeah. to watch um for summer so yeah the promo alone when nisi's like oh my god like yeah is me all the time yeah so yeah mm-hmm. i don't know like because i didn't follow like anything else about family feud and like who's gonna be on that but they filmed mm-hmm. it kind of close to when the writer strike started so i feel like yeah. they're probably like end of the season but then again Mm -hmm. they could have filmed all out of order yeah but i was thinking like wouldn't it be really cool if their family feud like celebrity family feud episode aired during like chenford week which is like (laughs) in the middle of july like that would be so cool yeah that'd be great yeah i don't know so Mm. yeah we'll have to see um and then speaking of the writer's strike it's still going on there's no news about feds yet um but I did see an article about two weeks ago where Deadline reported on the Rookie Feds and other ABC shows that are still in limbo. I think there's like two other shows that are still in limbo. Um, and they said 
with the strike, they likely won't make a decision yet. However, cast options. Um, so basically like the actors that are on hold for the job for broadcast shows generally expire at the end of June. So if ABC is still keen to keep any of these shows, like they have to make a decision before that expiration or extend the cast, which yeah. could be kind of a bummer. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would, yeah. if, if they're leaning in a positive direction and I would assume since it's coming up on the end of the month that they, uh, get extensions but i know that can be complicated yeah i don't know i just like i don't want to speak it out into existence but i feel like with the way that things are now it could be one of those where it's like okay rookie feds happened and then it's just a product of the strike like they like the strike just went on for a while they couldn't keep the cast and like it just ended because of that i don't know like almost like how Lisette was on PD, like she was mm-hmm. almost like a product of the pandemic, like Vanessa Rojas leaving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. I I don't want that to happen. I really don't. I yeah. yeah I'd, I'd rather not. I already lost Big Sky for ABC, mm-hmm. so I'd rather not lose another one. Um, yeah. I don't know. I've never had to wait this long for a show. Um, yeah ever in my life so especially one that was reported to have been doing good right like yeah. i don't know kind of weird but mm-hmm. it is what it is so yeah. yeah um and then last but not least uh dylan connery has continued to release new music so be sure to check that out she's posted like teasers and stuff on her social media so yes yes she's keeping us entertained during during mm-hmm. this strike so mm-hmm. i mean as our our other shows and like celebrity family feud and like the game shows and reality competitions and stuff happening during the summers mm-hmm. but um and then as a reminder he said Adho is still coming out with newer new episodes um i'm so behind on listening to those i've not had a chance to catch up i don't know if you have but I did hear some snippets of them and they're hilarious mm-hmm. as usual. Yeah. So. But yeah, we will just go ahead and jump right into the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so for for the people, the like overall synopsis is that it's set in the United States District Court for the Southern District of New York, a.k.a. the Mother Court. Uh, for the people follow six talented young lawyers working on opposite sides of the law and handling the most high profile and high stakes federal cases in the country um it's in the legal drama genre and it aired from 2018 to 2019 for two seasons and it was like a mid-season premiere for both of those seasons so there's like 20 episodes in in total um and it stars Brent robertson uh, Jasmine Savoy Brown was some quiche. Uh, mm-hmm. I probably just butchered that name, but if you know Jay and right, Jay and Law and Order Organized Crime, um, I think or wait, no, Jay was his name yeah. and for the people. Um, I want to say Mal Malachi, Malachi, yeah, he's in Organized Crime. <laughs> that's where you had recognized him from um and then hope davis uh 
I'm gonna butcher this name too, but if he's the guy from Bridgerton, Rajan Rean John Page, something like that. Um yeah, totally I butchered that one. I yeah, just know I'm from either. Bridgerton because yeah, everyone loves that show. Um mm-hmm. Susanna Flood, Ben Rappaport, Ben Shankman, Vondi Curtis Hall, and Anna Devere Smith are all in it. Which fun fact, Vondi Curtis Hall is also in an Alexi Holly show, The Recruit, that's mm-hmm. on Netflix. So yeah, he was in like eight episodes of that. Um, I found that on my deep dive last night. So yeah yeah um and then do you want to take us through the pilot synopsis uh yes this is obviously where we're meeting everyone um so federal public defenders sandra bell allison adams and jay simmons go head to head with ausa's seth oliver leonard knox and kate littlejohn on high profile cases under the watchful eyes of their bosses joe carlson and attorney roger gunn with high stakes at work their professional and personal lives begin to blur but at what cost um and then this second episode that we're going to cover is 109 titled extraordinary circumstances and it's um it basically just says sandra goes the extra mile for a client by going up against the fbi roger assigns kate seth and leonard to work on a highly sensitive case after receiving a tip alleging that the governor of new york is trying to illegally sell a seat in the senate so Mm -hmm both good episodes um mm-hmm. we got to see sandra who is brit's character shine mm-hmm. in both of these episodes which <laughs> is why we're covering it but yeah i mean we'll say it multiple times throughout this episode i'm sure but this was a really good show so mm-hmm. not just because of brit but yeah you guys should go and binge it if you can so yeah. mm-hmm. take us through some of your thoughts so i mean i like when I first sat down to watch it I was like okay this is like a lot of people to keep track of because like the little I don't know what to call it like feature image or whatever like would only show like a few of them Mm -hmm. um depending on what um you know outlet you were using to watch it um so I wasn't really realizing that there were like six in total um like opposing sides and obviously I knew that there were opposing sides I just didn't like I said didn't realize there were that many characters um but they do a nice job of keeping you like up to date on which case each team member is working on or if they're Mm -hmm. pairing up or if you know who's squaring off with who um yeah and I don't know I mean like just the fact that they had public defenders like reminded me of Wesley from the rookie so not that like and the prosecutors did not remind me like they're not corrupt like monica was on yeah. the rookie but just you know that like that rivalry yeah. in a way kind of reminded me of um the kind of somewhat friendly rivalry that the yeah. um, uh fpds had with the AUSAs. yeah i so. mean it was definitely similar similar to like every other legal drama like mm-hmm. law and orders and the good mm-hmm. wife and stuff like that so yeah and then i mean i think that burt robertson's character like dresses similarly to laura stenson on beds um so i mean that was kind of fun i don't know just like it's like brit is so not 
like her characters yeah. in real life. You know, like she seems so easygoing and everything. And like her characters mm-hmm. are usually kind of like by the book, at least in these like, you know, authoritative, like, you know, procedural type roles that she has. Um, so it's just kind of, I don't know, just kind of funny that they had her dress very similar um, yeah. as well. Um, I wasn't, like I had mentioned earlier before we started recording, I wasn't really expecting it to be funny or to have little moments of uh, humor just because all I know of Shondaland shows are tears and people dying. <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, there, like, there are some funny moments, I guess, like, I've seen some of Grey's Anatomy, but, like, it, the main core of those kinds of shows mm-hmm. is not comedy like it's definitely you know it's not like um you know it's not like quite as funny as like you know the rookie is or anything but it's like certain dynamics that for the people had kind of reminded me of the rookie in a sense because they still had like an ensemble cast and um everything like that and i don't know i mean i thought it was cool that they filmed in new york city because um, mm-hmm. I had just visited earlier this month and I was like I walked past the same courthouse that they used in like the Brooklyn Bridge like I had finally walked on there and so I was like yeah. oh that's so fun like I was just I was geeking out over that um yeah so um I don't know I mean like the specific case episodes ironically that we decided to cover um had Sandra Bell, like Britt's character, going against the FBI in mm-hmm. one way or another. Um, and so it's just, you know, it's just kind of, I don't know if ironic's the word. I mean, I guess it is um, that, you know, her, but now she's playing an FBI agent on the rookie feds. Because, um, like, in the pilot, she, the case was against the FBI. And then in 109, she's facing off against a couple fbi agents trying to get justice for her client so it's like she went from the fbi being the adversary for her character to now she her character on feds could be seen as an adversary yeah in some people's eyes so i don't know i just thought that was interesting yeah i don't know i feel like maybe brett plays characters I feel like Kevin had said that at one point. Like, he tries to play characters that are not like him, like, in real life. Mm-hmm. Like, he tries to play different, like, people that he wouldn't, or personalities that he wouldn't normally, like, entertain. Mm-hmm. Um, So I feel like maybe Brit's like that, too. Yeah. Because even if she's not, like, a by-the-book character, like, her character on Big Sky, for example, was so, like intense and kind of like a little crazy at times like just kind of just like unhinged yeah in a way that she is also doesn't appear to be so yeah. it's like just very very different from her. we have to cover an episode or two of big sky that she was in because i I'm watched like you. half of one episode and then never went back to it so you'll just be like what's you'll just be like what the hell did she make me watch <laughs> like it's nuts at times no i won't yeah. ask that <laughs> I won't ask that. I didn't ask that when you told me to watch The Rookie. So. Mm, that's true. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So for some of my general thoughts on the episodes, I mean, I liked the show. Like I loved it. I didn't, I thought that it was going to be a lot heavier with the legal jargon um, and everything, but it really wasn't. It was easy to follow. I loved how we followed the characters from beginning to end. Like their storylines for the most part, like their cases wrapped up at the end of each episode. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like how they each kind of had like their own episode, like both or people on both sides kind of had like their main time to shine i guess in the episode so mm-hmm. um yeah so that was and they still entangled the other characters and i mean 109 like you know with all of the sandra stuff like they still entangled allison in and then they entangled jay in and so it was nice to see that um and i love that we learned more about the characters and it was just like season one like we had learned more about sandra and like we had learned about Leonard's family and um, it was just nice to kind of see like getting that backstory early on. Um, and yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know like what I was expecting for the show. I mean, I don't know. I guess I was not that I like want it all the time, but I was kind of like waiting for more sexy time scenes. Like I felt like there were, there was sexual tension there with the characters Mm-hmm. and like them working closely but like we i was waiting for that i was like okay when is someone like gonna hook up or like kiss and you know the heat of the moment um but i mean i guess i mean more of that with like kate and leonard like i was kind of expecting that with them and it seemed like they were gonna hint to go that way and mm-hmm. then they didn't um yeah. but yeah i mean not that like we need sexual tension and not that we need like all those you know will they won't they moments but yeah i mean i am kind of glad that it wasn't just focused on that but i was kind of like waiting for something to happen and then after finding mm-hmm. out that it was a shondaland show i'm like okay now i'm really surprised that there wasn't any of that but maybe it's in season two i just started season two so i know there's we'll more because there's like a new character that's introduced yeah so there's like more possibility for that yeah i mean we did have it with kate um and like spoiler alert like she hooks up with a woman so that was nice to see one because of representation but also to like you know we kind of got to see it in a different way um but yeah so Mm -hmm. um i guess i was just like they kind of hinted i felt like more with the sexual tension and stuff between kate and leonard so i think i was expecting it with them Mm -hmm. um but yeah so uh and then i found like pretty much all the storylines and cases in season one interesting like you know how some shows their season one kind of drags along they're trying to like Mm -hmm. keep you interested but they're also trying to find their footing i didn't feel like that was the case for for the people maybe it was because i was binging it so i was watching it like like in sequence um wasn't having to wait like a week well that and it's like you only have 10 episodes so it's like yeah you know it's like mid-season they kind of have enough time to really like plan it out i'm sure right yeah and there's not as many breaks like whereas mm-hmm. with the rookie at the back half of season five it was like a bunch mm-hmm. of breaks so yeah um yeah and i don't know i feel like it just captivated me which is can be hard to do for like a law or procedural show but again could have been mm-hmm. because i was binging it and there's only 10 episodes too so it was just very much like they didn't have time to draw things out um 
but yeah similar to carrie i liked how they introduced all six of them at first um and i liked how they just kind of like the first shot was them rushing into the courthouse Mm -hmm. like we didn't know who they were we didn't know what side of the law they were on you know they were all just kind of like sitting down and then like we kind of see sandra and like kate like go head to head at first which was interesting um but i was also like my girl sandra can like hold her own um because it's red so yeah um but it was nice to kind of see that and then even just how they like split them up was cool um Mm -hmm. and you know kind of like grouped them off to you know what they were doing and all that so Mm-hmm. and i love how we had one solid female friendship on the show and then like male and female friendships on the show mm-hmm. i also loved how seth and allison like tried to remain friends after they yeah. you know broke up and stuff yeah yeah it literally just like their relationship like imploded yeah literally first day <laughs> yeah and it was like i was like oh gosh yeah um but yeah i mean they they tried they tried their darndest yeah yeah um and i mean obviously like we know that men and women can just be friends but it's nice to see it on screen too um and i feel like we saw that with like jay and kate somewhat you know he was a little more afraid of her but we saw it with like jay and sandra and jay Mm -hmm. and allison so yeah it was nice um and again like i know i'm surprised i know that i said i'm surprised by the lack of sexy time scenes but then again, it might just be because it was season one, not season two. Um, but I am truly glad that they didn't just focus on that. Like it needed to be a foundation for them to build these characters up. Um, yeah. And I think that's like mostly what season ones are usually about. So, yeah. well, that and they were like booked and busy. Yeah. <laughs> like the characters, like goodness, they like some of them didn't even like go home. Right. At times, they like literally sleep in their. Office. yeah so like as the season went on brit's <laughs> character was like sitting on the floor for office <laughs> did you also catch that she carries all of her things in a bag yes yeah i was like okay i hope that we get more into that and we kind of did but not totally so yeah yeah there were some things i was like sandra bell is me <laughs> if i <laughs> if i were a, a lawyer that would be me yeah like just being early like needing to have things a certain way Mm -hmm. like i am so perfectionistic like that so (laughs) yeah but we did uh find some like chenford statless brentson parallels um Mm -hmm. so yeah so we can go through those now do you want to take us away yeah um so i mean the most obvious thing for me was just the fact that like Seth and Allison had a romantic relationship while they were working, even though then it didn't, you know, go as well. It definitely didn't go where I was expecting it to go. Um, it just, you know, like it's similar to Benford's workplace um, romance scenario and we got to see how work affected Seth and Allison down the line. So it's kind of similar to how, you know, things kind of started to seep in from, um, you know, work life for Chenford, like with their schedules and things. Um, yeah. So um, there was that there. I don't really know. I mean, <laughs> Jennifer, you had kind of covered it a little bit with like the like tension between characters and stuff 
Um, but just kind of like I don't know, like Kate and Leonard kind of reminded me of like Wopez in a way, just with how like yeah. cutthroat and like sassy they were. But then also like Roger and Jill, because like they alluded to them like, you know, hanging out and like, you know, are they yeah, you know, like not really defining the relationship, but like I don't know, just you know, like it just kind of depends on like the duo or like the couple like in the yeah. episode that you're watching. Um but like I don't know. I guess like in 109 of for the people I could kind of see Tenford relating to Kate and Leonard with like keeping secrets from each other or being awkward about, you know, oh, this person's dating someone new. It's mm-hmm. kind of similar to how Tenford um was with each other when they were with Chris and Ashley at the time. Yeah. Um and then listen, I mean in the pilot i almost thought like sandra and leonard would have something because they were just like they were just like at each other's throats like day one i was like oh shit like i don't know if it was like enemy, you know whatever like very much an enemy status for them um but no it didn't go there um yeah but it just kind of reminded me of how like laura and mark were um the Mm -hmm. like first time we saw them together it's just like literally them arguing and yeah. No one else would have to be in the room because they would just continue to argue. I feel like um, they almost tried to like hint at Leonard with some of the females a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, okay, why aren't we going here with that one? And I wonder if they knew that he was going to leave or something, knew <laughs> that the actor was going to leave and just didn't want to set that up. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Cause Leonard leaves. Um, <laughs> we're just, we're <laughs> given all the spoilers in this episode. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know. Because I thought that too, like at first. I was like, okay, that's interesting. But also just the way that he like caught in front of her to get in. I was like, okay, Sandra, like he's your enemy right now. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, And then, I don't know, just like Jay coming to rescue Sandra totally reminded me of like Brendan and Mark rescuing Laura a bit in like feds in a way. But also like literally why are almost all of Brit's characters like thrown around or tied up by people I don't understand it like it needs to not happen it upsets me because she's so tiny and little like why are we doing that you're the Brit Roberts in defense squad yeah like goodness gracious um yeah well that and just like yeah her characters just seem to be like put through the ringer Mm-hmm. um for the most part on the good majority of her uh shows that she's been in which is like yeah. i'm sure cool it's like an actor to play that you know but i'm right. just i'm just always like oh geez like another time <laughs> she's you know has to deal with all this like yeah. crap <laughs> yeah no 109 was really good because we just got to learn more about her and yeah yeah that's like like if you want to watch the show just for bread that is like the episode yeah so far well, to watch. Like, it was like good when she was like well when she was opening up to like jay about like her mom and stuff it like reminded me of how like laura opened up to brendan a little bit when mm-hmm. she had the rift with katie like towards the beginning of feds yeah. just like there are like some like vulnerable moments mixed in there just yeah. like there's little bits of humor mixed in to for the people there's like some moments of vulnerability yeah so yeah, that was good. So my parallels are kind of to Chenford, kind of to Feds, kind of just like all over the place. 
Um, yeah, so I had the workplace romance intention with Chenford, Lopez, sometimes and Brendan and Antoinette, uh, Statless, and then the Bro TP partnerships. Like, I just kind of saw all of that, like, playing a part in For the People. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's pretty much in any show, too, just because, like, they have to have some kind of drama and romance. Um, but yeah, so. And then not so much of a Chenford parallel, but like you had said, Kate and Leonard kind of reminded you of Angela and Wesley, but mm-hmm. Kate reminded me of Angela and Nyla like combined because she had her sass. She had low tolerance for BS. Like she oh, didn't want yeah. people in her office. She was like, what is going on so that you can like get out and leave? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, my she was favorite, a whole mood. My favorite thing that she did was in the pilot where she was like, now, is this something that you could go look up yourself and decided not to? And then he's uh-huh. <laughs> like, Seth, like, recoils and is like, this is something I can go look up myself. Yeah. Like, she just immediately was just like, nobody is coming in here and bothering mm-hmm. you right now, especially a man. Like, yeah. she just had no time for it. And then the way that, like, anyone who went up against her after Jay, he was like, oh, good luck. Like, I'm afraid <laughs> of her now. It's like, yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> I would be too, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was nice. And then I even liked how we learned more about like her past with like her field trip and like how she didn't get to go visit the White House and like she really wanted to and everything. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that was really nice. And then Sandra Sassen Grit, I mean, obviously it's the same as Laura's one because like it's the same actress, but like I just love that Britt brings that to both characters. And like you were saying before, like, it just doesn't seem like that's Britt's personality, like, no, she seems off screen. <laughs> so it's nice yeah. that like she, it's cool that she taps into that. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like half-assed, I guess. At least it yeah. doesn't seem like that to us. So, mm-hmm. um, and then I love how Sandra just seems like more human. Like, if that makes sense, like, I don't know, I guess again we've only had one season of fed so like we can't totally know everything about uh laura yeah but like i don't know i guess they just built more out in sandra in season one mm-hmm. of for the people like she took on a pro bono case and like mm-hmm. you know she kind of related to her clients or at least tried to like get down on their level more mm-hmm. um and that kind of made her a little bit more human laura does too like laura seems human too but I don't know. I feel like in the first season, we just saw more of Sandra's like feelings and personal life more than we did of Laura's and feds, but it could be because, you know, she's FBI and feds. So she can't be like, she can't have that humility really. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think some of the reason that we saw Sandra's humility and like everything come through is one due to the cases, but also due to her friendship with Allison. Like if we could have something similar to that for Laura, like a female friendship that's more yeah. than just like an episode <laughs> with Simone would be yeah. great. Um that's on my like wish list. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um I had something else for my wish list. Oh, 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 okay. I remember it. I'll say it later. Um, but yeah, not a parallel to Chenfer, but like a parallel to the rookie and rookie feds more so. But like this show, one had a great cast, but also had great guest stars. Like a couple that we later saw in the rookie universe. Um, I mean, they had Michael Beach and one. He was like towards the end of the season one. Uh, we had Derek Phillips, who yeah. 
Brit's character Sandra actually went up against as mm-hmm. part of the FBI, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, Ray Jean Page from Bridgerton. We had Charles Michael Davis um, mm-hmm. in the last episode. He was from Younger in Chicago PD. And then again, Vondi Curtis Hall, like he's he's in the recruit that Alexi Holly has done, but like he's also in other stuff too. So mm-hmm. yeah. And that was all just in season one. I haven't gotten yeah. to season two yet. So <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I love when the show has good guest stars and just an overall really good cast. So like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I know I've seen him before and I've seen them before and all that. So yeah. I couldn't believe they had Thomas Lennon on for the people. Wait, that was that? Um, he's like an actor in a lot of different like movies. He usually plays like funny characters or like kind of sidekick characters. Wait, but, who did he play? Um, he was one of Sanders' clients. I can't remember what episode. The Superman it is. guy. I think so. The guy like who thought he was the, Superman. I mean, costume a lot. Then yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was funny. Um, I thought that that was the guy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but I obviously did not pay attention that good enough right then, so. But, yeah, I mean, there are just, like, lots of different guest stars and, like, yeah. different um, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, it's a really good show. If you're looking for something to watch over hiatus, definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. yeah. What about your wish list for Chenford, Laura, Rookie, Rookie Feds, Universe, like all that? Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, with all the baseball references and For the People, which that also surprised me, um, mm-hmm. it just made me want Chenford to go to a baseball game together, like, that much more, to be honest. I mean, I know we got them, like, coaching the Little League and whatnot, but I'm just like, I want yeah. the whole, like, nine yards, like, baseball game date for them. Honestly, just the baseball reference and game for any of them. Like, mm-hmm. any of the ships, friendships, romantic <clears throat> ships, anything. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm here for it. Um, And then, like, I don't know, because, like, well, in 109, anyway, we saw, like, Roger and Joe, like, skipped out on the seminar and, like, just hung out all day and, you know, went around um, town. And, like, I kind of just want Chenford to do that. Like, one day where they can do whatever the heck they want, no work interruptions, like you know just kind of and like the we actually get to like see it in yes. an episode um yeah so that was um that was something i kind of like um as jennifer had mentioned earlier like the female friendship aspect for like for laura on feds i want more of that um because like i absolutely adored allison's friendship with sandra on for yeah. people um i mean yeah it's like i don't know more of like you know laura and simone or like even you know laura and antoinette hanging out like i don't know just like something like yeah um yeah that would be that would be fun and then literally not even related but as soon as i put laura and antoinette hanging out i was like oh and another brenson or brenson wow no Brendan, Antoinette, slash, Statless, Double Date Night. <laughs> Even though that has nothing yes. to do with for the people, really. Um, I just still, I need that. <laughs> um, Yeah, but it needs to end better than it did oh, the last sure. time. Yeah. 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 
um, some of the wish list items that I have for them. Um, well, one, I don't know. I don't, I kind of, after watching this episode, I kind of want to see the feds like characters go up against to lawyers. Like, I don't know how that would play out, but it kind of came to me after watching 109 where it was like Sandra going up against the feds and like, you know, kind of uncovering that. Um, I would like to kind of see that for the rookie feds. I mean, even really the rookie, like, yeah. I mean, you, we saw that one episode where John had to like go to court mm-hmm. and that was the fallout episode. Like, yeah. in the I was going to say like bunker. them like going to court, maybe like, you yeah. see Fed, like having to testify or something. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily them like going up against like the state or anything, but like them just having to testify. Um, and it wouldn't even have to be all the time. Just like, mm-hmm one time or two is fine um but yeah so and then just seeing more of how they navigate their relationships at work like we saw some of it last season with chenford and we kind of see it a little bit with wolfez but not that much Mm -hmm. um i think that's honestly just because they're not both cops um but and i have no doubt that we'll see more of it but i would just like to see some um and again, same for Lopez. Like, even though they don't work together a lot, like, it'd be nice to see how they navigate it. Like, especially for Lopez, like, who's staying home or like, you know, baby Jack yeah. is sick. Like, you know, one of them. Yeah, especially since they have two kids now. Yeah. To worry about. Yeah. Like, I would just like to kind of see how their personal life, like, can affect their work life sometimes. So, mm-hmm. um, and then how they deal with that. And then, of course, Chenford and the whole team, like, same for the rookie feds, just doing things out together besides work. Yeah. I mean, we saw Gray them, like, leave for the party. Yeah. Um, in the season one finale, but I wanted yeah. to see some home party. I know. I know. Well, in, like, the Thanksgiving episode, like, <laughs> that will just always stick out of my mind. Like, we just need more found family moments like that. I mean, if it takes Gray or Garza, like, planning a baseball game team outing, (laughs) then that's what it takes. Like, I would be here for that. I would get all of my favorite people at a baseball game. Chenford can be all cute, you know, because everyone knows that they're dating. Mm -hmm. They could, like, do a crossover with the rookie feds for that, you know, some kind of team bonding thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then even maybe someone makes a crack about, like, oh, well, you know, Tim and Lucy don't have to bond anymore or something you know they're already (laughs) like bonded good something like that i don't know but yeah so um and then it's not really a wish list item for chenfer but one for laura like i don't know i know you like her outfits (laughs) and i do too for the most part (laughs) but there's somewhere like i don't know like i don't (laughs) know where she would find those i don't know i know she's supposed to be a little bit funky and like you know her style is supposed Mm -hmm. to be like that but yeah. And I know she's not going to be as polished mm-hmm. as like, well, she's not, yeah, she's not going to be as polished as an FBI agent, but I loved Sandra's wardrobe mm-hmm. and how it was like sleek and polished. But then again, like she's a public mm-hmm. defender, like as a FBI agent, she's not going to be like that. So yeah. Um, yeah. You yeah. can't go by me because Bert Robertson could wear like, you know, a paper bag and like still make it work in my opinion so I mean not that I don't like it but yeah some of them I'm just like well and her hair was like always down granted she can't always have her hair down as an FBI agent but 
yeah mm-hmm. i don't know i just yeah it was just a little more relaxed like i see what yeah. you're saying yeah for sure um but yeah again not for Jennifer, but like can yeah can we just see more of the court da stuff for wesley like i know that's not what the rookie is about and he's not the main premise of it mm-hmm. but like you can't tell me that more of those cases don't involve wesley in some way like i just want to see more of my man like let's yeah <laughs> Let's incorporate him in his suit and his blue eyes in some way, please. But yeah, so um, yeah, that's about it for my parallels. I'm just yeah, I just need to like binge watch The Rookie or something. Like <laughs> that's definitely doable. Uh, but yeah, so any other notes on this episode? I don't think so. But I just, mean, yeah, people should really go check it out. I mean, mm-hmm. it's fun, like, because I was going into it, I was like, oh, okay, I'm just, like, you know, going to watch this for Brit, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, I was, you know, but I was just like, oh, this is really good. Like, I was yeah. pleasantly surprised, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think the main takeaway is just go binge the show. Just go mm-hmm. watch it. Yeah. It's fun. It's a nice mm-hmm. watch. Um, And, yeah, I mean, the episodes are, like, what, 45 minutes long or something? Yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. so. But, yeah, I mean... That's pretty much it for this episode of Shop Talk. Or as we said before, our summer hiatus schedule will continue to be a little spread out with summer activities taking over. In general, just life taking over. I mean, this entire month of June has just been like, what even is it? Yeah. Literally. So um, but yeah, we'll be sure to let you know when we're dropping a new episode though. Uh with that said though, if you'd like to hear us talk about something, send us a DM on Twitter at the Shop Talk Pod underscore or email us at shoptalktherookiepodcast at gmail.com. We definitely want to cover more of the actor's previous work um, and really just like anything that either Alexi has done or just like really just anything. So, I mean, if there's something that we should cover sooner rather than later, definitely let us know. Um, And yeah, some other places that you can find us this summer are on TikTok at the Shop Talk Podcast underscore. I definitely need to get better about posting on there. Um, definitely falling off, but you know it's fine. Um, and then individually on Twitter as well, I'm at jstark804, and I'm at Carrie Hyman. And in the meantime, you get you guys can stream both seasons of For the People on Hulu, um, and yeah. ABC is airing like late night reruns of The Rookie. Oh, cool. I, I always forget which night, but yeah, there's been a few nights where like I turned on ABC Fun. late at night and I'm like, oh, Tim Bradford. Hi, how are you? <laughs> that's like, that's like literally the only time I've been watching um, Castle. <laughs> yeah. More of recently, it's like literally like two o'clock in the morning because Lifetime has it on. <laughs> that's something else that I need to get started on binging. I, so. I've been told that I need to binge Station 19 and Castle mm. by my friends. They're like, you have to binge that. That is your homework for the summer. I'm like, I know. I just <laughs> haven't had time. But yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, everyone enjoy 4th of July. If you celebrate, mm-hmm. do you have any fun plans? Um, Not really. I'll be off work. So that's, that's my plan that's just fun like chill yeah <laughs> not be at work for once that's fun so, yeah no 
yeah, just watching fireworks. I have to work the third, so yeah, that's I did too. That's the first time in like five years I've had to work the third and the fifth because like last year we were closed. Yeah, on the fifth as well. So yeah, so but yeah, I mean, everyone have a good Fourth of July, and we'll be back with a new episode soon. Bye, everyone. Hi guys. Go get them, boo.